Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yo, Doug. What up, Doug Benson? We got Sam Levine today. Yeah. I have a long podcast, long podcast history with Sam. Uh, he's a favorite guest on Doug Lowe's movies. And I've given him several nicknames that barely make sense. <laughs> so, a lot so of name stuff. yeah, so we'll talk about name stuff and uh, about his life and career and genitals. I mean, in general. <laughs> I can't wait. Let's go to work. <laughs> Sam Levine, hello. Hello. What's going on, Dougs? <laughs> no, oh, no. you know, I was saying in the cold open that uh, I've got, you know, managed to come up with a few nicknames for you over the years. Oh. Uh, yeah, it started with Sam the Ma'am, which makes no sense at all. It's just rhymes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, Little Wolverine, because of your uh you know right beautiful facial beard. hair patterns Thank you. <laughs> it was created purely over my uh jealousy of your facial hair <laughs> and um that you could grow a wolverine like facial hair quite quite easily it seemed <laughs> and then uh then that gave way to uh eventually uh little logan because of course yep. um that's another name for wolverine mm -hmm. well, um, yeah, you started going by logan more formally yeah yeah so Can't be upset at any wolverine nicknames that's pretty great i'm i believe me i'm i wear them with a like a badge of honor right <laughs> you know i've been walking down the street in weird cities and had people scream at me Lola wolverine so, it's a good day those jerks uh they mean well though and uh they do they do i don't i don't and, and so do i i mean i don't like giving nicknames to people isn't even a thing i do it's just there's something about introducing you on douglas movies like it, it starts to feel more like you know a real competition when you're going to be there <laughs> and like a wrestling match or something and they always have such you know uh you know that's where you'll find a lot of people with multiple names that they go by 
uh, and they announce them all, you know. <laughs> so yeah, someday it'll take me like five minutes to introduce you. Uh, with, <laughs> I look forward to it. Just listing off all the nicknames. But we're here to talk about, uh, you know, names in general, but specifically Doug's. And now because you're here today, Sam's. Oh, what? How was it growing up, Sam? Is Sam, uh, you know, just what are your feelings about the name Sam? Um, I it's a fine name. It's not. It's not. You know, I'm sure you've had plenty of guests on people who have unusual names. That can be, you know, tough. Uh, you know, uh, but Sam. The the only tough part about being named Sam uh, for me growing up was. Uh, in the early 80s when I was born, Sam was not a popular name for boys, but it was an extremely popular name for girls, uh, by Samantha. So because of, in because almost all, I guess so. So <laughs> all of my elementary school classes, I was the only male Sam, and there were always like six Samanthas. And I don't know why, but the Samanthas always, none of them wanted to be called Samantha. They all wanted to be called Sam or Sammy. (laughs) Oh, boy. And even when you do call them Samantha, like, I'm going to react to the first part of the name. Right. I just just always thought I was being called on in school (laughs) for most of the day. Sam! Yes. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that is a confusing one, and that and the double M in your particular spelling of Sam doesn't really it doesn't help when uh, when it comes to being you know having a name called out. Right. Um, that that definitely did not help. Uh, now, in fairness, uh, Doug, I added the second M. That was not my parents. Is that a SAG thing? It was a SAG thing. Well, actually, it, it didn't start as a SAG thing. So back back to grade school, uh, because there were all the uh, uh, Samanthas and Sams early on, uh, up until second grade, I went by Sammy. Um, ah. Just because that was that was easier for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so my second grade teacher, uh, at one point uh, when I was handing in an assignment, she said. Hey, you know, we've got a lot of other Sammies in the class. Do you ever want to try to just be Sam? And I was like, oh, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she goes, well, it's a it's a it's a grown up version of the same name. You're getting pretty old now. I was like, "Okay, sure. So, you know, being all of eight years old, I just lopped off the Y. And I was wow. like, yeah, this will do. Making some adult and, decisions at AJ. Yeah. That's exactly right. And so I handed it into her. Damn and decision. she was like, she was like, oh no, this isn't how you spell Sam. And I just immediately took an adversarial position. I was like, well, isn't it my name? I get to decide how I spell my name. I'm gonna oh, wow. be Sam with two M's up yours, Teach. Uh and then I, I stuck with that for like two full weeks until I had to bring home something that my mother saw. And then she was like, what the hell is this 2M deal? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's because the teacher and I, Sammy and she didn't know I was being. She was like, OK, yeah, that's not what we're going to do. You can either be Sammy or Samuel or Sam. And so I did. I was just Sam with one M for the next seven years or so. Uh, but then when I had to, jo- actually it wasn't even seven years when I had to join SAG, um, 
they had a Sam Levine spelled the same way. So I couldn't do that. And then my, all my, my agent, my manager was like, Oh, just add a middle initial, add a middle name. And I was like, no, every kid actor in the world in the mid nineties had yeah. three names. The yeah. entire kid cast of home improvement were all three name actors. <laughs> You know, Haley Joel Osment three. And I was like, my middle name is Franklin. Nobody, Sam Franklin Levine. No one <laughs> can see that on a marquee. It doesn't fit. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going back to the double M and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I actually really enjoyed it and I liked it. And it separated me when I saw my name written down from all the other Sams. So two M's it is from here on out. Thank you. Good night. I don't know why it feels more religious to me for some reason. I think, do people jump to that conclusion that that's where it comes from? Uh, I've never heard that as a suggestion, but I like it. <laughs> the two this is, I don't know anything about anybody's, uh, you know, uh, book of, uh, about right. faith Bible or otherwise, <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, I don't know why I felt like that's why it was a second M was there or like, you know, or some sort of yeah. tradition or something. I mean, for me, the only thing I could think of as to why I even thought it would be acceptable. And this wasn't even a thing when I was in second grade because the show wasn't on the air yet, but the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air had a producer named Sam Art Williams and his Sam was two M's. <laughs> and so once I saw it on TV, as like a 10 year old, a 12 year old, I was like, oh, that, no, that shit flies. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had known about this earlier. My mom made me feel like a jerk. Yeah. I remember <laughs> at an early age, uh, G.I. Joe was like my thing. And there was a producer or writer named Doug Booth. And I was just like, oh, yeah, Doug's a cool name because of one G.I. <laughs> Joe producer. <laughs> that stuff hits you at that age. You're very sure. excited. Yeah. Uh, did you guys know that Willem Dafoe also just uh, decided to spell it that uh, Like that was his decision to change it to Willem? Whoa, no. I, I did not know that, but I dig it, man. I found <laughs> that out and I thought, wow, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't fit what I, what I thought about him, but that also <laughs> sort of, it does when you go deeper, I guess. But initially it seemed like he wasn't that, that pretentious mm -hmm. but then when you think about it further you go oh but he is willing to he wants to be not so much pretentious but like why be like everybody else if you're you know a brilliant character actor who can you know change from role to role yeah yeah no that that makes sense uh but then how do we explain will i am <laughs> well that's just uh you know that's just somebody with a, you know, he probably got hit with a frying pan and got amnesia. <laughs> I think and, he, just, he uh, took all the extra letters that Willem Dafoe wasn't using. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of theories about that, but uh, <laughs> that's, uh, I'm sure there's a podcast about it somewhere. <laughs> I'm um, Williams. Yeah. Have you known any uh, Dougs besides the two that you're speaking to now? Uh, I have. I have known quite a few Dougs uh, over over my life. Nobody's um, ever said that on this show. 
Is that real? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think you have like so many more dugs than everybody else? Usually people can pull out one or two, especially if they go back to school, high school. But you've oh, had them crazy. your whole life. You've had plenty of dugs. Yeah, I've had I had uh, I think I went to school with three dugs. Uh, but then, um, uh, after school in, uh, uh, out here in Los Angeles, the hairstylist on not another teen movie, his name was Doug. Um, and, uh, let's see who else, obviously you guys, um, <laughs> oh, I know I, this feels, I feel dreadful now. I'm missing at least, oh, we have a family friend, uh, named Doug, oh, um, yeah, lives, uh, lives in Chicago. It's a fair amount for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's way more Doug's than most people can produce. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot of oh. people, you know, worked with a Doug at some point. That's right. oh yeah. The, I, there the we go, Doug. Doug Robinson, the uh, the old uh, Happy Madison producer. Uh, I did a pilot with Doug back in two thousand three. And then okay. and I just have in my phone, and I don't know what this means because sometimes I do stuff like this. I just have Doug, and then in parentheses, second AD. <laughs> so that was obviously on some project I worked on. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's guess which project. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell you. I, I, d I didn't write it down in the notes. So. <laughs> I really, I think it's Sydney White. I bet you, you really were. Uh, you really became friendly with the uh, the first AD on that one because you know you you had to help wrangle the star of the movie sometimes. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> Yes, let's go with that. Well, I can say this. It, it was a 424 area code, which is evidently uh, uh, a new L.A. area code. Oh. So, that. yeah, that's weird. So that must be the first AD, like, on the most recent thing you worked on. I feel like I would remember that. But uh, you know what I wish? I wish it would at least say when you added a contact, then I could maybe work backwards. But anyway, whoever that Doug is, there you go. There's another one who I knew uh, for a brief period at some point in the last 22 years. Right. How often do you think you become that friendly with the AD that the number ends up in your phone? Or is it, do you think that you kind of have to put it in by necessity so they can reach you? I almost always put it in by necessity so that I don't ignore the call if they're calling to tell me about a call time change or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's why just the first name, you know, that's all you need to know because you're only going to hear yeah. from the AD you're currently working with. Right, <laughs> on the project. And then I'll never hear from that person again. And usually I remember to, de to delete it so that I don't fall into this trap, but there you go. Do they text sometimes? Uh, most of the time these days. Let's well. So when was the last text from uh, AD Doug? <laughs> oh, let's actually. I didn't even look to see. Let's see yeah. if I got one. See what oh, I do have some. Was. Okay, yeah, here we go. go. Wow, great call, Doug. Here we go. We're wow. gonna get to the bottom of this. Okay, so this Doug I knew. Uh, oh, I think I've got our answer. This was the Doug second AD on Doctor Face Hands, <laughs> aka Do No Harm. <laughs> wow, our first Doug mystery solved. Yeah. Oh, so this guy, do you think he lives in Philadelphia or at the very least on the East Coast? Uh, yeah, he probably was working in Philadelphia for sure while we were working on the show, but was probably, you know, based out of L.A. originally. All right. And there you go. <laughs> yeah, we figured whole... that one out. Yeah, we really did. down that Thanks, rabbit Doug. hole. <laughs> Have it. you ever... Sam, as a professional working actor uh, for many years, have you ever 
played a character named Doug. Uh, I believe I have actually. Ooh, um, when was that? I, I, I don't know. I have to look it up, but <laughs> I, I, I believe that I have, uh, cause I, a few years ago I went back and I, I like tried to do a, a compilation of all the characters I'd ever played still um, standing. to see if I'd, is that what it is? Douglas two episodes. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I knew there was a Doug in there. Still standing. That's Jamie Gertz and Mark Addy. Yeah. Jamie Gertz, Mark Addy. And uh, that was a super duper fun show to work on. Uh, it shot on the Radford lot and um I, yeah, no, I, I got to do two episodes of it, which was great. I have no, I have only good memories about that show. Like my second episode, we shot it right before the holiday break. And I'd only been on one episode before that, but I show up and they were like, they left a Christmas gift for me in my dressing room. Like they'd given to all the crew members. Oh, wow. And I really did not expect that. I was genuinely floored. And they were like, two are, you know, one of our favorite recurrings. I was like, oh my God. That's the sweetest thing. I think it was like a $200 item. I was really blown away. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm bummed that that show didn't keep going. I would have gladly done more episodes. Well, yeah, unfortunately, it's um, it's not still standing. No, it is not. <laughs> they, 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 they spent too much money on presents. <laughs> <laughs> That's what did them in. They should have spent more on charisma. <laughs> All right. So what do you think of, um, uh, do you know anyone who knows a second gentleman, Doug Emhoff personally? Um, I don't, I don't think that no. I know anyone who knows second gentleman, Doug Emhoff. Wow. You, you thought long and hard though. I, yeah, I really wanted to make closer. sure. Yeah. I, like I always want to make sure. Cause you know, like, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but like I'd met the previous president before he was president. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. you know, it's not that hard a stretch, but I guess that that was a different beast. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But we're just asking everybody. And I was especially excited because, you know, we haven't had this yet. We haven't had like, so far you've been like a perfect guest. You've been an exemplary uh, guest because you know, you, you've known many Dougs, you've portrayed a Doug, and then this is our this is our holy grail right now, is we're trying to get any kind of any response, but mm -hmm. an appearance would be, you know, would be amazing. Uh, but we just want since there is a Doug who's what does that make? He's like fourth in command of the of of the free world, right? <laughs> I'm sure that's how it works. Yes, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, I mean Pelosi would probably disagree, but I say <laughs> that he goes forth after because I'd also let Jill Biden probably get in that get a crack at it too. But anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> um, he's close to the you know you know what I'm saying he's like fourth away from the from the button. So sure. Uh, you know what? At the next um, uh, Jewish People of America meeting, I'll ask <laughs> if anyone else has a closer, better connection to him than I do. Yeah, I just. Oh you fuck! Know, just, I, I talked about the meeting out loud. <laughs> oh my god! Can we delete that? I'm. I'm. You were never supposed to talk about the meetings. It can be edited. Okay, oh no, that's great. all Thanks, right. Oh yeah. No, the next one we're going to be figuring out how we control the weather, and it's a big. 
Why am I still talking? <laughs> Jesus. Just delete all that. Thank you. I just, if you can control the weather, I wish you could um, make a decent uh, remake of the movie Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're going to be remaking um, the late 90s The Avengers. Whoa. Oh my God! Wait, late nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't Ray know. <laughs> Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah, of course. And Sean Connery in a teddy bear suit. Yep. <laughs> um, I think he also wears suspenders and a kilt in another part. Um, Sam, we've got five and five questions written oh boy. expressly. Oh boy specifically <laughs> for you okay to add double m levine mm-hmm. but first we would like you to eat some leftovers wow <laughs> we ran out of time during the five and five segment on our last show oh no so what happens when we do that is we we're trying to like have we're trying to lessen our carbon footprint. So when Doug and I write questions down, we mm-hmm. write them on paper. And mm-hmm. if they don't if we don't get to them, we use them in the next episode. We don't want to waste this piece of paper. Uh, it's very earthly of you. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, and also we went to the trouble of writing them, you know, like the labor. We can't can't get our time and money back for that. So no. what we do is we just make the next guest answer any questions we have left over. Jackie Cation was on the show last week, and her answers were, you know, so great and thoughtful that we didn't get to uh, four of her questions. Two from oh my god, two from two from. Uh, <laughs> from each Doug. So, okay. Um, well, I promise not to give thoughtful answers of any kind. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, it never hurts to, you know, people think uh, when a podcast is an hour long, that if there's an episode that's only 35, 40 minutes, that, oh, you know, it must not be as good. I say, no, we just, we got our work done quickly and then yeah. got, went, went home. Yeah. Don't, don't penalize us for being efficient. <laughs> Who stays longer when the work is done? Hey, you know what, boss? Hey, boss, I'm done for the day, but I'm going to hang around for 40 minutes and just chat with you about climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, (laughs) all right, so you know Jackie Cation, right? So you can... You could answer as Jackie would answer or as you would answer, or you could give us examples of both, whatever, whatever you feel like doing. Um, they're your questions now. Uh, Doug, do you want to start us off? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Real hard one. Pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? Nay. Wow, really? Uh, not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, I can't do it. And I've tried it. (laughs) (laughs) But you have have given it a shot. I think there are. Oh, I definitely had it more than once. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like it, then why would you have it again? Do you have a follow up question? Do you have pineapples in uh, this? Is the other Doug. Do you have (laughs) pineapples in other settings? I do. I like pineapple very much. 
Where do you like it? You like a pineapple juice? Oh, I like it on my yacht. I like it uh, <laughs> when I'm flying to Hawaii. Um, no, yeah, I like pineapple juice, and I like it in like a fruit bowl. Um, I like oh, it. What after, about the uh, uh, what about the Dole pineapple whip they have at uh, Disneyland? I don't think I've had that too often, if ever. Oh, it's so good. They sell it over I at the. It is. They sell it at the Tiki Room. Oh, I'll get it. Um, yeah, get, get it. Get it. It's so good. Um, yeah. Like there are plenty of foods where I like the, the food on its own, but then you combine it with another food. And now it kind of ruins both foods. <laughs> right. Because you can't really you, you don't really want hot pineapple or cooked pineapple per se. So now you just got yeah. like a cold piece of pineapple sitting there on your hot pizza. So yes. are you against it's usually, you know, they tend to be uh, the so-called Hawaiian pizza is usually pineapple and like some sort of ham. How do you feel about some yeah. sort of ham on your pizza? I don't mind ham. I'm a, I'm a big fan of meats, um, uh, especially grilled meats or cured meats. Big, big fan. Okay. So I get it. I, you uh, just don't, don't, don't want pineapple on your pizza. I don't want, I, uh, I don't want nuts in my cookies. And like you're saying, you took, <laughs> yep. I like cookies in other, in other places. Yeah, I'm the same uh, way with cookies and yeah. uh, cookies and muffins when they put nuts in there. I, why? This is supposed to be soft yeah. and and d chewy and delicious. Don't throw <laughs> a crunchy. Har I'll think I broke a tooth. What are you doing? I, I just love how polarizing pineapple on pizza can be. Because look at how firm you are with the nuts on the just, muffins. That's great. I'm just trying to establish that Sam isn't mad that people like pineapple on a pizza because that's what it comes down to is people get mad that other people like it. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what I don't understand. That, that's why I, I asked it. I, last <laughs> week I had pineapple on a pizza and a friend got really upset about it and took it out. I think that's – can I be honest? I think there's no more American thing in the world than that sort of notion. But hey, this thing that doesn't affect you in any particular capacity, but somebody else likes it. Is that that doesn't bother you, right? Of course it bothers me. <laughs> but it doesn't affect you in any way. Well, I just don't like it being out there. Yeah. But I don't. All right. Welcome, thanks for coming to Texas, I guess. I don't. <laughs> uh, shout out to all of our friends in Texas. All right. Here's the, uh, shout out to everybody in Austin. What's up? Yeah. Here's my next question. Um, or my, what would have been my fourth question for Jackie. Uh, you were in a short film, Jackie Cation, called How to Bug Betty. Mm -hmm. uh, my question is, how do you bug Betty? Or does the film answer its own question? Um, I'm so glad you asked me that. I, I, I always enjoy talking about this film. Uh, believe it or not, it's a, it's a very simple movie. Um, I just, I sit behind Betty in the office and I have a really, really long feather. And I just sort of <laughs> tickle her right, right at the top of the neck, right behind the ear. And I can pull it away just fast enough before she can turn around and ask if it's me. And the film is that for about 11 minutes. <laughs> okay. Sidebar. Yep. <laughs> oh no, go ahead. Yes, more. I was just going to say we were nominated for an Academy award. Didn't win, but it's always an honor to be nominated. Okay. That, that's good to hear. Yes. Yeah. Um, sidebar. If you got invited to an ugly bug dinner dance, would you go? <laughs> <laughs>
Obviously. I mean, I don't ever turn down a dinner dance invitation. <laughs> I, I think it would be difficult to say no to that. You're right. Okay. Yeah. I'm, sa I'm satisfied. Belly Bell. Bell. <laughs> uh, because Jackie is friends with this person. Mm -hmm. Wanted to know, would you happen to know three things that might be in Maria Bamford's pockets right now? Oh, uh, not only does Jackie know this, as uh, I definitely do, she has and always travels with this. This is true. A pocket size Ouija board. What? <laughs> Never leaves home without it. Maria Bamford regularly communicates with the deceased. Whoa. Uh, a lot of people don't know that about her, so I'm happy to, to break that news because <laughs> anyone didn't know. Um, a lot of people have second gum. Yeah, some people have gum. Uh, not Maria Bamford. She also carries around a pocket-sized fire extinguisher because you can never be too careful. And third, and, uh, you know, uh, it's not that impressive, just a cell phone. Oh, yeah, that, that, that makes, yeah. makes sense. You know, in case, in case she needs to reorder uh, a new pocket-sized fire extinguisher or... Of Ouija course, board. yeah. I, That's all. I've actually got a pocket-sized flamethrower, but I don't carry it on me at all times. So that's that sounds dangerous. Or at yeah. least you should walk closer to Maria Bamford at all times, yeah. so that she can take care of any accidents. Sure. Wow. Well, a Ouija board. How do you operate one that size? That seems a little difficult. She's got very small pinkies. Yeah. Don't you have? Uh, don't you have pinkies, Doug? <laughs> yeah. That's so tiny, though. Yeah, you just put your, you put your pinkies on there, and then the, then the spirits take it from there. Spirits. Yeah, she's got great eyesight. No glasses. Because also that's the great thing is that she doesn't even, you know, a lot of people, when they have an adult-sized Ouija board, they end up communing with it, communicating with, you know, adult-sized ghosts. But with yeah. the tiny Ouija, with the pinky Ouija, you can communicate with, like, mice and stuff. It's, it's neat. You get, like, mm -hmm. Casper? He's a kid. <laughs> Okay, if you're not going to take this seriously, we just got stupid. Speaking of stupid ass questions, though, um, I've got I've got a I had a Bamford question for her too. I was gonna I was gonna come after her with the Bammer. Um, you've played yourself on shows that starred Maria Bamford and Mark Marin. Mm -hmm. This is of course, Jackie Cations played herself on those shows. Yep. Uh, which one of them was more like themselves on their show? Um, which one was more know, lifelike I, I'm getting at? If they both had I, wax I, figures, right. I would have asked it about that, but they don't. I want to say, I want to say Mark, um, you know, they both have range. They really do. Uh, but, you know, Mark just, uh, you know, it, it's just that, that was just the nature of the show. Um, uh, Maria actually, you know, people don't talk about her range enough. She is a 78 year old black man. <laughs> right. And uh, I mean, what I she's been doing on camera, <laughs> she, she really she's a very private person. And only, uh, you know, this is just how she, the persona she wants to put out there in the entertainment world. And I think she's doing a great job. So probably Mark. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say I agree because Mark's, uh, you know, his show is called Marin, which is his name, of course, and right. uh, her show was called Lady Dynamite, right? Which, of course, is not her name. Uh, so right there, there already is a difference. Uh, great job with five and five. Uh, excuse me, with the leftovers, we still have five Thank and you. five. Can I just say I'm very confident Jackie Cation would have given those exact same answers. I'm sure it's probably verbatim the same. In yeah. fact, you know, might be a fun experiment. We'll get together with her sometime and ask her, and then okay, we, and then we will superimpose. We'll superimpose the two recordings over each other, and uh, it should sound perfect. Terrific. Um, we're gonna uh, get to your question, Sam right after this break. We'll be right back. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are back. We are here with Sam Levine. But you knew that already because nobody joins a podcast in in progress. <laughs> unless it's unless it's live, of course. A live I podcast. wonder if actually wait, I wonder if like if I were on a road trip to meet a friend and I and I had started listening to this podcast and then my friend gets in the car and then they come in at this point, maybe they did just join this podcast in progress. Oh, uh, there you go. Very true. Right. Okay. I, I mean, it's we're dealing with a very small percentage here, but still, I don't want, I like people to be seen. So let's start at the top again. Okay. <laughs> let's work our way back. <laughs> we're back, and we're here with Sam Levine. <laughs> For those of you, for that one of you who is just joining us, <laughs> for, that person, for that person who is with Sam Levine while he listens to himself on this show. 100%. We are here with Sam Levine. And it's time for five and five. And uh, my man, Melly Mel, is going to go first. All right. Just had to know. I saw you were in an episode of One Life to Live. What was it That's like true. being on set of a soap opera at age 15, I'm guessing? <laughs> Thanks so much for asking. Uh, that was super fun. That was the first TV show uh, that I ever appeared on. And that was a job that I booked solely because I was the only uh, young person who came in to audition and was not lying about their ability to juggle on their resume. Oh, my God. Uh, that that character, his whole crux was one of the main characters on the show was like opening a school for the performing arts for kids. And so they needed a kid who could juggle on pretty short notice. And I showed up with like maybe two or three other kids uh, at this casting office at like six o'clock at night. Um, and 
just one by one, they kept going into the casting office and all they were being asked to do was juggle and none of them could do it. Wow. Uh, but I, I could, so I went in and I juggled for a minute and the lady was like, oh my God, great. Thank you. Go home. We'll be in touch. <laughs> you got the and then I left and like an hour later they called. They were like, okay, you got the part. They need you on set tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. actors lie about skills all the time. All the, all the time. time. <laughs> yeah, but like this one, I guess, was such short notice, they didn't even have time to get in touch with the agents or managers to like ask, like, listen, you're not lying about your client's ability to juggle, right? <laughs> right. And I'm sure all the agents and managers were like, no, if they have it written down there, I'm sure they can do it. <laughs> they could not. How shitty these those kids must have felt terrible. I, I imagine they did. Um, like, did they get, I mean, they got like, all the way into the room and then they like handed three balls and told it, go to town, son. <laughs> yes. Actually, it was even harder than that because um, this one kid brought, this is, he brought three lemons, but he said he lost one of them on the subway. Oh my God. <laughs> so he only had two lemons and he was the first one to go in there and he went into the room and uh, he walked in with the two lemons, and then we just heard a giant thud, like a really loud thud from the waiting room. And none of us could figure out what the hell it was until I went in there, and she had borrowed the, the two lemons that the first kid brought uh, because she didn't have anything for anyone else to juggle. So she borrowed his lemons, and then the third thing that she gave kids to juggle, the closest thing she had was a small, round, glass paperweight. <laughs> and I mean, at the time, I wasn't like an expert juggler or anything, but even then, I can tell you, like, it's really hard juggling objects of varying weights. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, so there was almost no way anyone was going to do very well at that. Like I barely made it, but I, I managed to make it work. Uh, but every time someone would go in there, we were just waiting to hear the thud. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. In 97, I found a lemon on the subway. No. <laughs> was it the one train? I, I, yeah, actually, it was. Oh it was my that God. one train I know. that he was on. <laughs> <laughs> I know that lemon's owner. Hang on to it. <laughs> All right, Sam. You enjoy an occasional game of chance. I certainly do. Who is the worst person you've ever played poker with? It's okay to just use initials. Oh, wow. Um, or I guess it could be a stranger, if you recall, a stranger that was the worst person you ever played poker with because you have played uh, out in the world in casinos and whatnot. I mean, that's true. And and the unfortunately, the real answer is it's going to be someone whose name I don't know because, like, I've played in a lot of, like, charity tournaments over the years, and those mm -hmm. will always attract a lot of people who don't actually know how to play the game. Um, but right. you want a more fun answer than that. So I'll say <laughs> MP. Oh, MP. And I'll, I'll even help. It was a gentleman with the initials. Oh, okay, good. So I can cross out. It's not, it was... <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mimi Podgers. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's not Mary Lou Penner. MP. All right. 
So here's what we'll do. Doug and I will both like think on this and then we'll both reveal who, who we think it is. If we say the right name, will you agree or you, do you want to just stay, stay on the record as only giving the initials? Um, I'll, 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 I'll possibly agree, but not con- I can't officially confirm nor deny anything. If you <laughs> guess, I, I, tr- I try not to be unnecessarily cruel. Yeah, I get it. All right. Um, <laughs> I just, that's just fun trying to think of people that have the, those initials, but I'm not, I'm not blurting them out. I'm not blurting them out because I don't want to drag anybody through the mud. Uh, I but, can tell you it was not the late, great Michael J. Pollard. Okay, good. I, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I would, I would think that you would say MJP for him. Um, just MP, I'm thinking their middle initial doesn't matter. Um, I might have uh, it. You think you got it? it should, do you want me to wait? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if I come up with the same one. Did you did you use some sort of celebrity list machine or something? <laughs> yeah. The, I, uh, I I went to my uh, Ouija board in my pocket. I'm just going off my head, out, out of my head, trying to think of MPs, and it's uh, – a living MP that would play poker with Sam for some reason, like in a celebrity tournament or at a house game. I don't know who that who that is, but this is this is fun. All right, so uh, I'll I'll yield the floor to the next question from Doug. All right, of these IMDb credits, mm-hmm. which one did you have the most fun playing? Spanky, sweaty, pancake, or chuggy simple? all right i believe that would be uh the sydney white a a quickly canceled show called regular joe uh pancake is an animated short and the last one you said was chuggy simple that was an episode of children's hospital that's right um so of those four uh i i probably had the most fun uh I, this is going to sound silly. I had the most fun doing Pancake. That's an animated short. I didn't even have to shave. I didn't have to put on makeup. And I <laughs> got to be lady. the voice of an extremely large cat. Uh, <laughs> That's always yeah. a good time. It really was a, a very good afternoon. And uh, that was super fun. That was a Nickelodeon short. And there you go. Now, with all due respect to the other projects. Right. Well, I, I guess of the four follow-up question, what's your favorite of those nicknames? Oh. Um, Banky Sweaty Pancake or Chuggy Simple? Probably Chuggy Simple. That's, yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was that, that's, I'm almost certain from the brain of David Wayne. Um, <laughs> that character was supposed to be uh, like a former child star, um, but he looks like me. And in the script, he's supposed to be like 58 years old. <laughs> it's like, wait, wasn't he a child star for like 30 years? Yeah, he's got a really bad disease. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant name. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that was never a nickname for either of us. Dougie Chuggy? That never Oh, happened. God, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start calling you. I think I said this on another podcast once. I want to start calling you President uh, Doug Benson, because uh, in the Hot Shots movies, it's President Tug Benson. Is the oh. Lloyd Bridges character? 
I mean, first he's a general, I think, in the first movie, but then in the second one, he is the president. And okay. I've forgotten. So, President Doug Benson. Yeah, those are movies. Doug Benson. Those are movies. <laughs> president and second gentleman. A lot, lot of power with the Dugs these days. Oh, maybe, maybe that's our way into <laughs> second gentleman. There we go. Are you still thinking on the name, Doug? It's Maury Povich. <laughs> oh my God. God damn it, Doug. Okay, my second question is uh, what is the only bird honored with its own year on the Chinese calendar? I believe that would be the cock. Um, you have to check with the judges. Doug, would you mind being a judge? I believe that's correct. Uh, I, I have rooster. No. Oh. They do I'm call it the year right? of the cock. I know because as an 11 year old, that made me laugh and <laughs> laugh and laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe that's just it. Somebody who's, you know, calling a rooster a cock. Mm hmm. Your turn, Doug. All right. <laughs> kind of, it's odd that this is coming up now. Of these three different cuisines, Italian, Chinese, Mexican food, <laughs> if you could only eat one for the rest of your life, what do you choose? Oh, definitely uh, cock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say Italian. Italian Ooh, cuisine. Yeah. And I mean, I love the other two. Right. Uh, but if you're forcing me, if there's a gun to my head, and I don't know why you keep putting a gun to my head over things like this, but uh, I would definitely go Italian. I love Italian food. Yeah. Who doesn't love Italian food? Uh, you know, Mori Povich. Uh, yeah. God, that's a tough what, what would you do, DB? Chinese, what Italian, or Mexican? If I, What's the scenario? Oh, just if you could only eat one of those for the rest of your life. You can't have the other. You're on a desert island, and only one, uh, and either Taco Bell, Panda Express, or Olive Garden <laughs> will cater for oh, the rest Jesus. of your days there. <laughs> that just got so much more drastic. Yeah. Well, it's also like, I, I don't know who should be more offended by that lineup in that lineup, because... <laughs> Because Olive Garden's supposed to be like a real restaurant. It's not supposed to be right. fast food. You know what? Um, I actually, I'm embarrassed I said that because Olive Garden, um, they're my second cousin. Because <laughs> every time I go in there, they say, when you hear your family, and I right. really believe them. That's why that's the only place Vin Diesel eats at. Because <laughs> he's, because <laughs> Familia is very important to him. Um <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, if, if you had, had to eat one of those. <laughs> oh, right. So, but the, that's the trouble with Italian is there is no Italian fast food to, to speak of. You have to leap to Pizza Hut, I guess, or Domino's. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, I probably, uh, you know, there's so many questions you want to ask in these scenarios because like, you know, how long am I going to live anyway? You know, like, is it going to matter? Like, is, <laughs> is, is eating healthy going to matter? Because I, I think that would be probably the easiest with the, uh, probably the Mexican or the Chinese. It would probably be healthier than Italian. I don't know, the Mediterranean uh, diet, you know, people live very long. Yeah. 
But just just pure what I like and the varieties that fall under that banner, I guess I would go mm. Chinese. Wow. Okay. I think I'd do Mexican, so we, we ran the gambit. Wow. Well, the, see, and if the three of us are there together, we could share. Yeah, there we go. Aww. You know, we have some from all three, and everybody would be happy. <laughs> um, oh, sh- okay, we're doing all right on time. I was starting to panic there. Um, what did I write down? Oh, okay. I wrote down the, I take a little bit of notes here and there so that, you know, I can write about the episode when it gets posted and stuff. And, um, I can't read my own writing. So that becomes an issue sometimes. So (laughs) if you guys see a post about the show, uh, where I say that like Sam likes italics in his food, you'll know. (laughs) that he likes italian food of all the things you've done sam Mm -hmm. which is your favorite now when i say things this is to cover uh tv movies plays cults you may have joined uh podcasts you may have been a guest on so doug loves movies is eligible this show that you're doing right now wide world doug's is eligible of all the things you've done if you climbed a mountain, if you subscribe to Paramount Plus, just of all the things you've done, yep. What's your favorite? Um, I uh, 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 Larry David a couple years ago had a show on Broadway called Fish in the Dark, and um, before he, you know, basically pitched it to Broadway, he wanted to do uh, like an informal table read of it here in Los Angeles. And I'd met Larry a handful of times and he called me and asked me if I would play one of the younger roles in this uh, play in like a totally informal reading. And I said, of course. And uh, that reading was so star studded. Um, yeah. Ted Danson, Mary Steenburgen. No, no, no. Days. Initials only, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that's, that's just the surface. Like this. No, no. See, I want to hear it. Give, give me every name. I, it's as many as I can remember right now. I, I have oh, okay. it written down somewhere. Um, but the, uh, it just went on and on and on. Right. And, uh, and I got to be at that table reading what was a screamingly funny script. And uh, I mean, I, I'm sad because we didn't we didn't shoot it. I'm not in the play. He hired a much younger actor, um, which was appropriate. Uh, but that was one of the most fun things I've maybe ever gotten to do as an actor. Um, so there you go. And I don't I don't really ever get the opportunity to talk about it. So thanks for giving me the opportunity. Wow. Could ch- if you, had you know, swung it as chuggy simple do you think that would have solved the age thing for the character uh, it's it's possible <laughs> let's get larry to maybe put the show on again <laughs> oh wow that's amazing i'm starting to realize that maybe we run out of time for the five and five questions because you know maybe it's just a character trait of doug's to ask stupid follow-up questions hmm <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. No, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that fish in the dark, that is really, I remember seeing, uh, you know, that that was playing on Broadway and uh, it got pretty good reviews. Yeah. And 
I just didn't get it. It, it kind of, when it closed, it did, was it kind of sudden? Um, no, it ran. So Larry did the show for a, a good run. And then I believe Jason Alexander came in to replace him and oh, then that okay. lasted a, a decent run too. I think, I think it may have been about a year or so, maybe a year and a half. I'm I, yeah. I could be totally off, but I think it was about that long. Um, but yeah, no, it got really great reviews and you know, like most, most shows that run that length of time, I'm pretty sure are considered successes. So yeah, I didn't want to say that it wasn't a success as much as it was just something that, you know, I don't get to Broadway often enough to sometimes, you know, something lasting a year or less is not, you know, long enough for me to get around to it. Um, right. But but it did. I do remember it getting good reviews. Did he get nominated for a Tony? Ooh, I I hope so. I don't know. I don't really follow the Tonys. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he might have gotten snubbed there, though. I feel like that's what my that's what my gut is telling me. My gut says that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, do do you have one more quick question, Doug, or do you? Is it you know something you don't want to? Uh, you know. Oh yeah, I got force, force Sam to answer it briefly. I got a quick one. I think. Okay. Favorite Indiana Jones film. Okay, see, there's only four answers. Oh, yeah, this so, is an easy one. For me, for me, yeah. it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, of course. Whoa, wow. Okay. Well, it's not going to be, I'll explain why. It's not going to be okay. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's not going to be right. uh, uh, Temple of Doom. Uh, okay. But I, I saw uh, Last Crusade before I ever saw Raiders. Because oh, my yeah. folks took me to see Last Crusade in the theaters in 1989, you see. So uh, that movie made an impact on me. And then sure. only later did I see Raiders. And I was like, well, this is kind of like the all the fun of Last Crusade. But Last Crusade just was cooler to me. Um, actually... And it honestly may be my favorite of the three. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's got Sean Connery. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Who's just a few years older, but plays his dad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Junior! Junior! <laughs> Junior! <laughs> well, thank you, Sam, for uh, all of your answers. I'm sorry we didn't get to all of your questions, but I'm sure next week's oh, no. guest next week's guests will be happy to uh, to answer questions about, for instance, your beard and, um, <laughs> and, and some, some other things. Um, do you have anything uh, you would like to plug before we go, Sam? Um, as of right now, uh, no, uh, other than, you know, follow me on all the majors of social media. And by that, I mean, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm at Sam Levine with the two M's of course. Right. And, uh, you know, established that for, we established that early on. Some people might have joined us later. So for those who uh, joined us in progress. <laughs> yeah, if you joined us in progress. It is two M's on Sam at Sam Levine on on the socials. What's your favorite social? Uh, I, I still love Twitter. OK. Uh, it's I, it's the thinking man social media. It is. It's so it's the one with the with all the words. Where with people the words. Type out I the prefer words. the words. Yeah, I'm always blown away by the amount of <laughs> pictures people post on uh, 
Twitter, and then people who post uh, tweets on Instagram. It's like, <laughs> guys, they, they, it's pretty clearly delineated. It doesn't seem that difficult. Yep. Uh, stay in your lane. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, look for Sam out there, everybody. Please do. Please come and find me. I, Doug, uh, did you want to take a stab at the poker thing? Or was what? it definitively Maury Povich? I said that it is. The answer is Maury Povich. I'm not <laughs> okay. even entertaining that it's anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Um, we get into a big hand, and then every time we'd go to showdown, he, he would uh, do this super dramatic thing where he'd pull out an envelope, and he would go, I do not have the flush. <laughs> and then I'd go screaming into the next room. <laughs> and a lot of crying. Yeah, well, I, it I sounds really like a long terrible, way around for that bit. It sounds like a nightmare playing poker with Maury Povich. <laughs> I um, do have a full house. Yeah. He's always, always with a big reveal, and like you know, poker players don't like that. They just want to, if you won the hand, they just want to see it right yeah. away. Um, okay. No slow rolling. Um, Doug Mellard, what are you plugging these days? Are you, you going to do some performances anytime I soon? Don't have, well, I have dates for the fall, but I, uh, definitive dates, no, but I'm going to finally start getting back on stage next month. So just get ready. I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah, everybody Tap get him. ready. Get ready for Doug to do 10 <laughs> minutes somewhere. <laughs> really rusty 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all of my stuff, my dates are starting to pop up, douglasmovies.com, and we're doing a live Douglas Movies at the Brea Improv in Brea, California on Wednesday, June 9th. And uh, so come on out to that if you can. And um, as always, Dougs and Geeks. Got it.